Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. All right, it's taken a little longer than we had hoped because he was supposed to be on yesterday, but we finally have Jared Fredenberg here on the show. Fred, how are you? I'm go- I'm awesome. Doing well. Great. Good to hear that. Um you know, I was kind of rambling on here in the second half of the first uh, first half of the show and talking about the fact that I, I I see real comparisons between your team this year and the Jefferson team last year in that um, your kids got thrown into the fire when they were sophomores and just had to kind of learn to be players and learn to grow up uh, yeah, in game yeah. situations. And now as seniors, they're, they're getting a chance to have dividends paid off. And it was kind of the same thing with Jefferson with all the uh, – the young guys that played at Roosevelt and then the second year at Jefferson and last year, they had a very, very mature team. Yeah. Um, you know, back when those kids were sophomores, you know, our, our senior class, we only had 12, 12 seniors in that, in that football class. And so, you know, six of them were starters. And so we had to rely on a lot of those sophomores, uh, to step in and play. And, and, you know, the game, you know, coming from freshman football to varsity football, just the game is so fast. And, and, uh, they were drinking from a fire hose. I, I think Tate had like, uh, 18 interceptions that year as a sophomore. Um, and so, you know, they, they really grew up a lot and, and got a lot of, a lot of reps and a lot of game reps in that year. And they've gotten to the point. Here's what I really enjoyed when I, when we talked to, to Jack and Tate here before the season started and did a story on them. Um, uh, they, you trust them to go out and kind of, you know, make things happen. I mean, you've given them a lot more freedom than you normally would give high school kids to, to call plays. Yeah. Um, you know, usually Tate's got a, uh, got an RPO read and, and, you know, so we kind of put some RPO stuff in with the calls. And so he's got a specific read that he's looking at and it can either be a, you know, a run or a pass. Um, and, you know, so we, we trust him, especially now as a senior. He knows the offense as well as anybody. And um, he's he's got it in his hands and does a nice job with it. And both those guys are so low-key. Uh, yeah. At least they were around yeah. me. I'm I, I yeah. guessing that's the way they are all the time. <laughs> yeah, they don't say much. It, it You know, they're both captains, and, and they just, you know, they're kind of like lead-by-example guys. And, and they, they truly don't say much. Jack? I, you know, he, he's, he's pretty quiet and, um, you know, they're definitely not raw, raw guys. And, the, and, um, you know, which is okay. And, you know, where last year Gabe Gutierrez was, you know, he's, he's a talker and he's a big raw, raw guy where these guys are just the opposite. And so it, it's kind of interesting when you compare the, the two different leadership styles. Are they calm though? Cause that's a whole different issue. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and that, you know, we were, we were talking the other day. The one thing that really is special about really all of them, you could throw Isaac Drofsky in that too. And, and, um, and Dawson Syme, I mean, they're, they're calm. They, they really don't get rattled. You know, it's okay. Fourth and or uh, third and 14. All right. Here we go. Yeah. We got this. Here you go. And, uh, and so it's, it's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm nervous as all get out and they're like, coach, hey, just, just calm down. We're good. We got it. We got it. <laughs> you know, and actually Tate this year, we we're in practice and, and, uh, he, he made a wrong read and, and I kind of got on him, you know, and he says, coach, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. We got another down here. And I'm like, okay. All right. I need to relax. 
But how funny is that? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's he's just so even keeled. It, it's really probably you know one of the most mature guys I at a, as a as a high school senior that I've ever been around. But a lot of that is because he was forced to be. Uh yeah, you know, um yeah, I think that has something to do with it. You're right. Um, you know, he had an older brother that came through the program. Um, you know, a couple years ago to Ty, who's uh playing college ball at Northwestern and so, you know, his dad is a coach and you know when, when you know you have a a coach's kid, you know, you know they're watching film at home. You know they're talking through a lot of stuff. And I I think all that um, had a had a play in, in how his attitude and demeanor is. I think that explains a lot. Yeah, there's no question because yeah. because yeah. you're right. I I just remember when my Ryan was playing the other two too, but Ryan even more so was yeah. he was always watching. I remember one time he came home and he was watching like Ben Johnson and how he got out of the blocks quicker oh, in, sure. in track. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I you know yeah. any advantage I yeah. can get. I, that sounds like that's the way Ty is, or Tate is. Um, yeah, actually, you know, Jack, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, you know, Ryan, Ryan and Jack remind me of each other. Um, you know, back in those days when I had Ryan, uh, as a coach, um, they're both relatively quiet and just kind of observant and not really the upfront rah rah get in your face guy. They're just a quiet confidence in them. Yeah. Which, which I don't know. Football's supposed to be a rah-rah sport, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes. Um, but you know, if when, when things are going haywire and it are it isn't doing real well, I I really really love the fact that the those other ten guys in the huddle can look at Tate and he's not he's not panicking at all, and neither is Jack, and neither is Isaac. They're, they're pretty calm, and I think the rest of the guys really take or really have a confidence in them, and then they believe themselves that, that we can get this done because he's, he's not sweating it right now. He's calm, collected, and focused. You've got to be looking forward to Saturday. Uh, it's a chance to see really how good you, you guys are because the first two games weren't real tests of how good you are. I mean, you had subs yeah. in there right yeah. away, and... And this should yep. be a four-quarter game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, you know, we caught Roosevelt at a, at a, well, really right time for us, bad for them. And, you know, they're going to be a much different team here two, three weeks down the road. And, um, you know, and Rapid City Central is with the new coach is getting it figured out. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, after those two games, now we got four games in a row here, um, with the top four teams in the state. And so, this is really going to be a great measuring stick for us on on where we're at and what we need to work on and and are we the team we think we are. Jared Fredenberg is our guest here on Calling All Sports, heard on 15 stations in three states. What do you like most about these kids on your team, or is it some of the stuff we've just been talking about? Yeah, it's it's that uh, you know there's there seems to be like a togetherness here. Um, the the seniors talk to the sophomores the uh you know and and they they joke around with each other where you know kind of in years past you you see kind of a uh you know kind of class by class by class type of thing and 
And these guys all interact together. Um, they give each other a bad time, you know, all the time. And, and so the seniors don't get all bent out of shape if somebody's giving them, you know, a little business here and there. And, and, uh, they, they seem to like each other, you know, and seem to get along. Um, you know, there haven't been real any big dust ups with attitudes and, and things like that. And so they're, I, I wonder if it's just, you know, the leadership on the team is, is kind of quiet and just kind of very mature. And so everybody just kind of takes that on. Um, and it's, it's been kind of nice. All right. So 3.30 tomorrow, number one against number two. What is it about this Jefferson team that's, that's, uh, impressed you the most? Because they, last year they didn't, nobody came close to them. This is a whole yeah. different year. It's a whole different team. And yet they've been able to pull out a couple of overtime wins. I, I, I didn't expect that from the start. I thought they'd maybe be one and one, but they're two and all and, and two tough games as opposed to last year where they had none of those. Yeah. I, and I agree with you with what you were saying earlier. I'm really impressed with, you know, getting into those clutch situations and, and being able to, to pull them out. I mean, those are, those are two, um, really quality wins, um, from a lot of kids that, you know, didn't get a lot of, uh, you know, that, that weren't starters. They, they did get a lot of playing time last year. I mean, let's be honest. I yep. mean, you know, they, they played about half of the year last year. So, um, they, they understand the speed of the game. And, and so they're not brand new. And I was just impressed with their poise and, and, um, their execution in overtime and down the stretch, you know, especially the, the Washington game where they had to come from behind and they, they really kept their cool and just, played their game and and you could tell the momentum of that game swinging as as you're watching it and uh that's what impressed me the most yeah because they made enough mistakes in the first three quarters to be in a situation yeah. where there was no way they were going to win the football game and yet yeah they, somehow they did yeah you know the, the, their coaching staff i have a lot of respect for vince and and uh you know you know they're some of their coaching staff I coached with at Roosevelt, so I, I really know them pretty well and are good friends of mine. They do a nice job, you know, and they've been through the battles. They've been through a lot of these games, and I'm sure a lot of that calmness came from them, you know, just to stay the course, you know, don't panic. We're okay. It's only a couple scores. You know, we're a turnover away from getting back into this, and, and um, you know, they slowly just clawed their way back in and, and made a play when they needed it. Jared Fredenberg, our guest. All right, last question. Uh, tomorrow's the President's Bowl, and there'll be a nice, I'm guessing there'll be a really good crowd for one against two. Uh, how exciting is that for your kids to get a chance to play in front of all those people? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's the biggest, you know, game that they're going to play in besides the state championship game. And so as far as crowd and, and all that stuff, so, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to, you know, facing a really good Jefferson team. And, and I'm expecting this is, like you said, going to be a, a four quarter football game and, and all those, you know, coach speak type stuff, turnovers and, and who has the ball last type stuff is, is probably going to play into it. All right. Well, enjoy every moment and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Fred. All right. I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you. You bet. Jared Fredenberg, our guest. We'll talk to. Coach OJ, right after this break.
Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Ashley's Labor Day Sale is your last chance to save big on summer's top styles. Don't miss your choice of doorbusters for only $5.98, thousands of in-stock items, and for a limited time, take your purchase home with no interest for 60 months. Find well-rounded sleep starting at $2.99 with Ashley Sleep. Plus, with summer coming to a close, save hundreds on select outdoor furniture. Don't miss these hot Labor Day buys, only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Insurance and Trust Not FDIC Insured. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. I'm Brian Corey of Corey Insurance. And I'm Sheldon Kosky. We've been working together for over 30 years. My dad, Randy Corey, started the business, and we've been taking care of all our customers' insurance needs since 1970. Whether it's your home, auto, or business, we are a trusted choice, independent agency with access to all the products you need to keep you protected. And there's no better feeling than that. Our customers are like family. We get to know your situation and match your needs to our best and most affordable insurance options. Whether you are new to Sioux Falls or a longtime resident, Corey Insurance is your trusted choice. And Brian, we've carried on the tradition of supporting the local community in a wide variety of activities. We live in the best part of the world, and we want to make sure it stays that way for you. We're Corey Insurance. Coverage, commitment, and value since 1970. Call us at 605-336-6303 or check out our website at coreyinsurance.com. 
Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to the show, our final segment of the week. It's been a busy week for sure, and hope you've had a good one. Big weekend of high school and college football coming up, and one of those games is in Shadron, Nebraska, the home of Dan, wasn't that Don Beebe's? Didn't Don Beebe go to Shadron State, Jerry? He did. Yes, he did. It's actually Don Beebe Stadium. Cool. Yeah, he was a he was a stud for the Buffalo Bills. He he was kind of that first little slot receiver that, who could just kind of get banged and he wouldn't go down. He'd bounce around kind of like you know, Wes Welker and Julian Edelman. He was yep. uh, he was sort of one of the first guys, wasn't he, to play that position that well? Yeah, I thought he was tremendous. Had a great career, and and uh, Danny Woodhead also came out of Shadron, had another great career. Um, so yeah, they they pumped out a couple of super guys. Yeah, Danny Woodhead played for the Patriots. He was he was great, uh, pass catching back out of the backfield. In fact, I think he just, he's trying to become a pro golfer. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've seen where he's tried to qualify for some U.S. Opens and and done quite well. Anyway, Jerry Oshevsky joins us. On the on the way to Shadron State, and I'm sorry to hear that the air conditioning is out on your bus. Uh, how, how are you guys doing? Because we had air conditioning was out in our building here for about a week, and it was brutal. Well, this is a cakewalk compared to our last game on Saturday when we hit 100 during the game. So our guys have been uh, a resilient bunch, but uh, getting tested again, and and this this group of guys is special. You know, they're they're handling like champs. We're going to switch buses here in Rapid. And, get them cooled off we sent the one bus ahead so it's it's uh it is what it is and you you figure it out and you make it happen so our guys are awesome about it drinking a lot of water i wondered how your guys did uh last saturday i was at the game and i left after three quarters it, it just you know the game was not in doubt anymore and uh it was it was absolutely miserable out and i had i ended up playing 36 holes of golf on sunday i don't know you get acclimated to it when you need to and it did it? Was it one of those things where once you get used to it, it didn't bother you as much as it might the rest of us sitting in the stands? Yeah, I think so. Uh, number one, I, I think our kids did a great job conditioning this summer and coming ready for fall camp. In the first ten days of camp, we conditioned pretty hard, um, and and then I backed off for the next eleven practices a little bit less conditioning and, and just a high tempo practice. Really proud. We didn't have a single guy go down with cramps. Didn't have a single guy to leave the game, and we're able to play about 58 players. So uh, you know, needed that anyway. So I'm glad we played that type of game where we could get a bunch of guys in and and execute. So uh, end up, yeah, they get acclimated to it without question. I think we had a little bit of advantage to that compared to Mary, who you know hadn't had a lot of heat until the last week prior to our game. But just proud of our guys and our staff how we went about it. Coach OJ is our guest here on the way to Shadron State. It almost sounds like a, a song. Do you know the way to no Shadron way State? To Shadron State. <laughs> <laughs> you and I go back a little further than, oh, well, I think all of our listeners probably, yes, sir. yeah, would, would, uh, relate to that song. How'd you feel about the game? I, first of all, I didn't realize Casey was back again at quarterback. Was that yeah. a COVID year or what? Yep. Yeah, and uh, you know he had surgery after the season on his non-throwing shoulder, and, and he played with it from game two on last year. And I just think that being here for a full year, even though we changed coordinators and Coach Popow's system is different than what we were running, 
there's some lay, there's some uh, layover with the, the the previous stuff we're doing, but I think Casey being here for the whole year and being healthy really helped him uh, through the spring and the summer. Uh, I thought that was his best game, but one of it's not his best game as a Viking. He's 22 or 28. Saw the field really well. Our protection was really good. Uh, we stripped the ball out when we needed to. Um, I, I, I was really pleased, and, and yeah, I'm really glad he's got another year. He's a, he's a great player. Scored two on the ground too. I I thought he looked. I agree. I, that's the best I've seen him look at quarterback, both running and throwing. Especially throwing, though. He was he was. I didn't realize it was 22 of 28, but I, I would have guessed it was somewhere in that category because he felt like it felt like he was pretty much on target the whole time. Yeah, I felt like he was too. You know, we had a couple drop balls um, that that run into that too, and and one throw away, which was a good decision. They they had a good call for what we were running, and um, I was just really pleased with his efficiency and and it, again his eyes, his distribution was right. He was throwing it where it should have gone uh, all day long. You know, we missed maybe two uh, on the full day, so you're throwing it 28 times and. You got two drops and you missed two. That's a pretty productive day, and, and we're pleased with that, and we can win a lot of games doing that. Defensively, uh, you had to be pleased with that. You didn't give up much. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 yards for the game as a team, both in passing and, and rushing, that's going to win you a lot of football games. Yeah, and we've been a good defensive team. Uh, we had one bad drive, Mark. At the start of the second half, we got the ball. We went and scored. That was the only drive I wasn't pleased with, and it was really about tackling. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't our guys didn't know what to do. We just didn't tackle well for one drive. Got after them a little bit on the sidelines. We were jumping at too many guys and the kids responded marvelously. They came back the next series and three and out and, you know, played good football for the duration of it. And again, we played a lot of people, you know, already in the third series, we were playing, you know, six new kids in there and rotate that. And that's the type of team we're going to have to be. We're going to have to play deep, both on the interior. Um, and linebacker, and, and even at corner, we rolled a bunch of kids in safety. So uh, I was really pleased with our production there, and, and, and we needed to play a game. You know, we needed to tackle somebody. We needed to, to get into a flowing situation. I think one of the drives that summed it up was we got a turnover right before halftime. Uh, offense took the ball after the defense created a turnover and, and four-play drive and, and, you know, killed the clock, took the timeout, got the field goal. That's something we didn't do a year ago, so that was – that was good to see as well. Uh, we just got a couple of minutes left here. I, I, when you go into the locker room at halftime on a 100-degree day, is it air-conditioned in there, and how difficult is it to go in there and then come back out and get reacclimated to it? Yeah, it is air-conditioned, and we had the kids pad down. You know, We told them to just take the pads off, get down to no shirt if you want, just to get the, the core temperature back down and and then you got to kick it off again. You know that becomes as mental as it is anything else. You got to flip, flip your gears and get ready to go again. Uh, and we need to be better out of the locker room this year than we were a year ago. And I was really pleased with our offense coming out on a ten-play drive and scoring that first time out. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it was good to get their core temperatures down and, and get them ready to finish a ball game. And you've got a non-conference game coming up tomorrow for the first time in how long? A- 11 years? I think it was, yeah, 2012 or 2011, I think, yeah. How odd is that, and how did that happen? Well, we uh, Upper Iowa left the league, so it created a gap in our schedule with 13 teams okay. in an odd week. So everybody got a bye. We just happened to get it on week two. So uh, they immediately began the process of finding out who had week two openings. Um, and, and 
and found a good opponent out of the RMAC in Chadron, who didn't have a great year last year, but they returned just about everybody. So uh, it'll be a great test for us. They have good team speed. They can really run. We'll get challenged um, with the perimeter on their team speed, and I'm looking forward to that challenge for our kids. Uh, and then can we play physical up front? You know, can we can we play NSIC football and knock them off the ball and, and get our running game going again? Um, it's going to be really key to our success, and I'm looking forward to the opportunity because, again, we don't get a lot of out-of-conference games until playoffs, and this is somebody in our region that will play against, you know, Mines in Colorado. They'll play against Pueblos. Um, so it's good. It will be a great opportunity for us to notch ourselves and see where we stand. All right. Well, safe travels. I'm sure you can't wait to get to Rapid City and get on that new air-conditioned bus. But uh, good luck tomorrow. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much, Mark. Always appreciate it. Have a blessed weekend. You too. Jerry Oshevsky, Coach OJ, our guest here on Calling All Sports, on the road again with his Augustana Vikings as they play at Shadron State tomorrow. I didn't realize that was their first non-conference game in all these years until I looked at the game notes. Oh, Wow, but with such a big conference, that certainly makes a whole lot of sense. So Augie tries to go to 2-0 and uh, with a victory tomorrow on the road. Again, tomorrow, the big college game in our region. I know the Coyotes are home tomorrow as well. We'll get Bob Nielsen on the show Monday. We didn't have him on last Monday because it was Labor Day, but we'll get him on this coming Monday. And, of course, the big game is tomorrow night, 6 o'clock at Dana J. Dykehouse Stadium, the number one Jackrabbits against the number three Bobcats of Montana State. We'll talk about it next week. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Mm-hmm.